to a better future for you, for me, for man slash womankind. <clears throat> Thank you. However you identify Thank yourself. You. Oh, I also want to, can we do something that you um, put in front of all the episodes, even though we're at like 26 and we probably should have been doing this from day one? What? I want to put a disclaimer that's like, uh, warning there are spoilers <laughs> like you know what I mean <laughs> oh, oh okay because up until this point okay. we've just described like so the movie opens <laughs> and I'm going to take you through the whole journey until the end credits but like, we're not even we're not even going to be like covering oh, we're not going to be do, we used to oh but okay because it was unknown films of or not yeah. as popular films of Nick Cage exactly True. and we also just like do you refer to him like as, we okay. to. oh are we starting yeah we're I mean we're going we always just go yeah oh. I, do you guys refer to him as Nick Cage or Nicolas Cage I say Nick Cage. I mostly say Nick. We just we just say Nick throughout the episode. Even like when we're talking about his character, we say Nick. Yeah, oh, really. Like we yeah. try really hard to stay to like his character name's Ben, but then we're like Nick is getting angry, and like we <laughs> we just say Nick. But um, but yeah, no. I mean, Do I still. But either the, either either way, a theme song. Yeah. yeah. Do you have like yeah. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, please. Oh my God, play it for him. I guess I was pretty horny. What's in the bag? shark or something oh no not the beach god damn how to get burned how to get burned how to get burned i'm a vampire kill me fucking files have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being taken pissed blood that's our boy nicholas what are these fucking iguanas doing on my coffee table she, I love it. So she, when she showed me that, because I just was like, Asia, will you just like put together like maybe something really quick? Done. And then she came at me with that, and I was like, I was shook because it sounds like a chorus of people. Totally. She just recorded herself like twelve times, just, <laughs> so it awesome. sounds like different people. I would just say one edit. You just need to add in the butthole. I know butthole. When we do the episodes butthole. where it's in between, that was my favorite moment in. last night when you guys, we when you heard it, and I'm like, wow. They are really. You're like something happened. But a hole is like your secret code word. Or something. <laughs> and now Nick said That's it. our safe word. Oh God. <laughs> uh, it gets confusing because buttholes do sex. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> so well, welcome to Gone in 60 Seconds. Welcome. We're here. Um, the random male voice that you heard is our guest this week. His name is Shay Ali. The Shay Ali. I, the. I knew you were gonna do it. Tell the tell the fans who you are, what you do. Well, hello there, fans. My name is Shay Ali. I am an actor, a working actor in Los Angeles. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> a working actor. He does. He no, works. No, guys. Hey, what's up? My name is Shay. I'm yeah. uh, represented by the <laughs> agency, and Marta is one of my wonderful agents. I don't know if I've ever admitted what agency I work at. Oh, never mind. Well, it's, uh, we'll it's bleep, okay. it. bleep it I'm out. I'm rubbed by agency. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. And Marta is one of my... If not one of the favorite agents there. Uh, <laughs> hopefully the other agents aren't listening if they are. They um, don't support us. <laughs> so they're not. They just know about it. And they're always like, why do you have to talk about Nick Cage all day long? Because like, like, um, there's so many topical points. Hey, I love me a good Nick Cage film. I, I think This you know, one in particular. He's legendary, yeah. He is. Okay. Okay. So there's a couple of things Asia and I want to talk about before we like dive into the film itself. And then kind of like explain to you where we're going. I mean, I already kind of told you that we're going to yeah. be doing things differently. But do you want to kind of explain like what we... Oh, what we were talking about earlier? Yeah. So basically, at this point in our journey down Nicolas Cage's filmography, I feel like, as we've said for like the past four weeks, we're getting to that sweet spot with Nick. We're in it. We're in it now. And at this point, I feel like 
especially with this movie, we're seeing the Nicolas Cage that most people in our demographic are familiar enough with that yeah. no one love, no one love, yes. no and love him. And I feel like we don't need to go into the movies so much because we've probably mm-hmm. seen them. And also, he's already shown his versatility as an actor. Yeah, and he's already had like a fifteen-year career at this point. And, and honestly, this was in '96. Right? This is '96. Yeah. And what I realize is because he started in '81, but like wow. his films started in '83, and so this is the 26th film in his career. And honestly, it's interesting because if we switch it up, there's like a hundred movies. Mm-hmm. This is 26. So that means 25 episodes we did. A quarter of it we did that a way. A quarter? Wow. And now, the, now we can do the next 25. Like right, yeah. is like a different. And then next maybe chapter. Maybe at 51 we switch up our dynamic again as the podcast. Wow. I feel really page. special being at this turning point of this podcast. Right? Nicholas Cage, if you're listening to this, um, uh, hey, let's work together. If you're listening <laughs> to this, my name is Mara Perot, and I would like to be your seventh <laughs> wife. Please, I will do so well. IMDb.com slash Shaolinik. Shaolinik. But um, I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, that was, that's, pretty much. that's pretty much it. Basically, we're not going to fucking go beat by beat anymore because we want to talk about the movies. Yeah. Yes. I felt like we had to like explain and understand the films previous. So we would kind of re-explain them to each other and then like critique and um, analyze them as we went. But now it's like especially with this one we do not have the time to do that oh no no and nor because that movie was just like a mind explosion as well literally as so many, many explosions. explosions so many things happening um did we say what it is oh it's the rock it is la roca. the rock la roca <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's the rock in night oh i had to I, I didn't pull up any of the shit that we we're supposed to oh it's based on true story guys no it's not oh my goodness <laughs> oh my godness oh my godness um well, I also wanted to say this because I just was thinking about this um, last week. I was under the influence and I was in my room and I was watching Nick Cage in, um, interviews. And I think, did I give you this spiel last night as to why I respect him so much? I think I did. I think you did, yeah. I think I did. Um, basically, I realized, like, I know I've always obviously loved Nick. Like, this is why we're doing this. But I had, like, a really profound turning moment the other day where I was like, I respect the fuck out of Nicolas Cage. I think he's actually like one of the coolest, most genuinely talented people in Hollywood because things you and I've talked about, Asia, mm-hmm. is like he, because originally whenever we tell people that we do this podcast, everyone's like, oh, well, I don't really want to, like, they're like, I love you guys and I want to listen because you guys, but like, I don't really like Nick Cage. I'm like, yeah, but that's the point. Like, we're right. making fun of him. We're not like sitting here like, I mean, I'm definitely like metaphorically sucking his dick all the time, but like, Jeez. it's kind of, <laughs> but it's kind of like a joke, you know, like, I'm like, obviously we're just like obsessed and entertained by him. But then recently I started realizing, especially after watching his interviews, like, Nick knows. No, he's very thoughtful. He's not just like, like. He's Mimi for sure. Yeah. But like he knows he's Mimi. And so he embraces it. Yeah. But it's also like I was I was watching this thing and I think because for a long time because of the bankruptcy and all this stuff, we just kind of assumed we were like, man, he really just doesn't turn anything down. Like mm-hmm. he just works on everything. But then I started realizing like in these interviews, I was he's like, I don't turn anything down because I love the process of making movies. Yeah. Awesome. And if and he's basically like, if they're gonna let me be as weird and crazy and fun with these characters as they want. And they allow me to do that? Cool. If they brain me in and are like, dude, Nick, you're getting too crazy. He's like, okay, cool. I'll tone it down. Like, like I just want to make 
a movie. Right. He's yeah. like, I just want to enjoy the process of making a movie and do all these different weird ass characters that I get to like play at and like, you know, and do he's this one shit. of those actors that you you know that a Nicolas Cage film is gonna have Nicolas Cage acting like he exactly. stands out. And it's not to say that he has like a like he's a bad actor or anything, but he just has this persona that you know it's Nicolas Cage. You yeah. can't like you know you'll get a note. Hey, stop acting like Nicolas Cage. Act like this, or right. do, you know. So it's like he he stands out. He's his own person. Exactly. And from like a fellow actor, is that yeah make you respect him or kind of like what are you doing? Does it make does it make no? You, like, I think intrigued? I think what you said is totally on point. Where first you see his random stuff that he's done from you know indie films to Oscar winning roles mm. that he's done that went so deep to like these blockbuster crazy over the top Michael Bay films. Right. It just shows that this this guy is the actor's actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just here to have fun, Jack and I respect him for it. He is. Does he sing? Um, I. Th- I feel like, like he could. Yeah. Has he? I feel like he's definitely sang in at oh, least. Oh, of wait, course he wait. has. Wild at heart. He sang Elvis songs. Oh, true. His biggest idol is Elvis. Like we've talked about on the podcast, yeah. but he's obsessed with Elvis. So he's done a lot of personas to like mimic Elvis in I'm movies. I'm thinking of movies. I don't think you've, one movie you haven't seen yet. He what? sings in it. Kind of. Face Off? Face Off, yeah. Yeah. Everyone tells me he sings. And yeah. I've seen the meme, but I don't, I don't know anything else about it. It's coming up. Um, face okay. off is cool only because you get to see it's almost like don't the, tell her no no, no about I literally no, I'm not saying, oh, okay I don't want to say don't I do like you're yeah. done, oh, yeah, done. <laughs> we every time Shay comes to my office once a week to pick up a check I'll be like oh we're gonna go watch face off I haven't seen it. he's like you haven't seen I'm like Shay. like this last time he did that and I was like, like Shay face off and I was like Shay and he was no. like I'm sorry we've done this and I was like we do it every week <laughs> although they are gonna do a remake of face off and I think it's gonna be horrible because oh yeah is is John Woo directing it or no I don't know. I think he might be, but, but I mean, come on, you gotta right. have a cameo of either. Nick I mean, or... they'll probably throw in a cameo, but it's not gonna be them. Have we announced that we're gonna go see that? No. Oh yeah. Tell them what we're doing next weekend. So next weekend, not only are we seeing the Sixth Sense at Hollywood Forever Cemetery <gasps> with M Night Shyamalan in person, I see and dead people, dude. But also, <laughs> before we go see Sixth Sense. We're going to Santa Monica to see Face Off. Mm. I think it's in 35 millimeter. It is. Ooh. With John Woo in person. Oh, shit. I'm going to bring some form of recording device in case I get to talk to John Woo. Question. Yes. This is Hollywood. This is LA. Yes. John Woo could easily text Nick. If he was to walk in, I know. What the hell would happen to you guys? I would cry. I would immediately orgasm. She would squeeze me and freak out and orgasm, and I'd be sobbing. Would you like I'd be yell myself. out? I don't know what I would do. I would probably. Nixie, Nixie, <laughs> <laughs> Follow <laughs> us! Follow Nixie Seconds on Instagram! And then there's like a story of like two crazy fans. <laughs> I would love to out. be in a tab. Of all the tabloids Nick Cage has been in, I want to be in that picture TMZ. too. All the TMZ shit is so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I People ask me that all the time. They're like, what would you do if you met Nick? And I'm like, I, I know for a fact I would definitely cry. I don't think I'd be... I've, like, run into some decently famous people. Nobody that, like, made me, like, super starstruck. But I definitely get awkward. Hmm. I don't think that there's... There's, like, a handful of people that I would definitely lose my shit to. One is Miley Cyrus, for sure. <laughs> and... 
and Nick Cage. What? I don't know why the weirder Miley Cyrus. the weirder people in Hollywood I gravitate towards uh, because I'm like good for you to be like fuck it I'm doing my own thing. True that. That's why I like them. Um, and she's talented. She can back it she up. She is talented. And the weirder yeah. she gets, the more I'm like, yeah, you do, you girl. And now that she's kind of like flying below the radar, it makes me like her more. Um, sorry, that's such a long intro. It's okay though, because we're doing a totally different setup. Fuck it. Okay, so The Rock. Dun, dun, dun. Directed by Michael. I'm going to find some explosions. I was going to say, you have to. From this movie, and then throw in pothole. <laughs> pothole! Directed by Michael Bay, thriller action, 1996. The um, the date this was released was June 7th, 1996. Summer blockbuster. Hella. Yeah. And, um, oh, this is going to be fun. So, what do we think the budget was? Oh, Jesus Christ. Michael Bay, I'm gonna, let's guess. I yeah. would say 1996. 70 million. I'm going to guess higher than that. I'm going to guess 94 million. Shay is closer. Oh, okay. The budget was 75 million. Ooh. So, for inflation, it's probably like. True. 96, let's be honest. There's a lot of explosions in that. Guess how much the box office was. Let's see. Over 100. June, I would say international altogether. I mean, it's just USD. USD. It was was 75 million USD and then. 110. 50 million. 335.1 million dollars. That's my boy. This is the highest profited movie Nick has done thus far in his career. Oh, hell yeah. He's about to make so. Well, I'm saying, like, from what we've just experienced, so far, this is it. I'm sure we'll get higher. I don't think so. Really? The Rock? I mean, if anything, face off, probably. Right. And it's also the star power behind it. Obviously, Nicolas Cage, but then also. Sean Connery. Sean Connery, Ed Harris. Ugh, we love, and there's so many people in this. Like Shay, this was mine and Asia's first time watching it, and Shay pointed out to us, he's like, "All these people you're gonna see at the time were little, and now they're all really famous, yep. and like all of the main like Navy SEAL team is from everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. what's his name from fucking Scrubs? What's that doctor's name? Oh, that doctor. The sorry. Oh yeah, they're all doctors. <laughs> the asshole one. The asshole one with the hair. Who's like their boss? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. red hair. Him. It was the guy from Green Mile, and also he's the killer in fucking the Shia LaBeouf movie. Oh bet. <laughs> what was that? No. I'm doing terrible. No, but what I, my thing was like, you know, it'd be cool that, to see yeah. actors who are at their A game now to see how they're coming up. Right. It's very inspiring to it, a working it, actor like myself. I was uh, thinking this while we were watching it, is that it didn't feel like a 90s movie. It felt like an early 2000s movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Probably because I'm used to seeing all those people being famous people. Oh, I wish I That's could have true. filmed every reaction these girls were having. <laughs> like, to the point. We'll get into it later, but <laughs> we literally, literally, they were at the edge of their seats. Do uh, you want to, Shay, yeah. read the synopsis to the group? Sure. Should I read it in my NPR voice? You yes. read it however feels voice. good. Your strip club <clears throat> voice. So this is the plot, the summary of the, or synopsis of the film. Yes. <clears throat> FBI chemical warfare expert Stanley Godspeed, Nicholas Cage, is sent to an urgent mission with a former British spy, John Patrick Mason, Sean Connery, to stop General Francis X. Hummel. Ed Harris, from launching chemical weapons on Alcatraz Island into San Francisco. General Hummel. Hummel or Hamel? Hummel. 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 
General Hummel demands $100 million. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh about it now because it's 2019 and like some little 19-year-old YouTuber can cough up that much. Right. Anyway, General Hummel (laughs) demands $100 million in war reparations to be paid to the families of slain servicemen who died on covert operations. After their SEAL team is wiped out, Stanley and John deal with the soldiers on their but what i do love is that when we were watching it even when i first watched it i remember i'm like oh you know these like these psycho soldiers but if you think about it their messaging and their cause i'm totally behind because i think this country the way they've we you know treat our veterans after they've come back is horrible terrible you know and this is basically saying that hey look at these people who's you know who protect our freedoms and our rights, like they deserve so much better. Well, and it's interesting that this is like commentary from 96 because like obviously Operation Desert Storm and shit was already underway. And so right. like a lot of mm-hmm. stuff is already going on. Because like, it's men mentioned it. in it. Yeah. yeah, they do. They mention it. Um, obviously, like there's already shit we're dealing with, but this is like pre 9-11. Yeah. yeah. And so like for them to already have this message before right. like shit gets so much worse for our, our military... Like, as far as, like, their rights and everything, it's just, like, it's interesting that this is already, like, because I, t- I, w- I mean, I'm, I'm 96. I was three years old. Like, I don't know. Sorry, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> I was two months old. You were two months old. Wow. I was 16. <laughs> I turned three the day before this movie came out. So, um, Did you see this in theaters? I did not. No? I did not. But, I mean, I remember it was, like, a sl- summer blockbuster. It just kicked it off. Because I know Memorial Day officially kicks off. Like the summer blockbuster season, but this one I remember that that summer everybody well, just, was talking about. This whole movie is just epic, epic, yeah. epic, True. epic. And this was peak Michael Bay too, where we had seen some films from him. But this one, I mean, you watch it, it is family fun time. It, it was so much fun. Yeah. I mean, okay, so basically, I mean, all that it really set us up for, and I know they kind of explain this in the synopsis, is that Ed Harris, his character, which is General Hummel, General Hummel. And it jumps like, into it the action very quickly. So fast. Like it's yeah. literally the opening scene is like him going to his wife's funeral, like in no, the No, no, there rain. was a funeral going on. There's a military funeral oh, it was going a mu- on. Military funeral. And it's raining, and then we see Ed Harris, General Hummel, walking to the graveyard to oh. his wife's grave. Oh, god. And it. then he's talking to her and saying, Hey, they won't listen. They I've tried so much. This is the only thing that'll ma- make me. them listen. Forgive me. And then he places his medal of honor on her grave. While the raindrops hit it, (laughs) just walks away. And the music is playing. The music is playing because a military funeral is going on. It was really pretty opening. So, and you, like we were saying. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I have two technical facts to to give you. Okay. Those are the best. The cinematographer for this movie is John Schwartzman, I believe. Yes. He is Nicolas Cage's half cousin. Oh. Jason Schwartzman's half brother. I was going to say because Jason Schwartzman is his. It's Actual his full cut. cousin, yeah. yeah. So it's it's Talia Shire's stepson. Oh, okay. Interesting. Keeping it in the wait, fam. stepson. If it's a half, it's, so it's oh her stepson. Yeah, his half brother. Yes. got it, got it, got it. Um, and he also did the cinematography for Jurassic World. Which most, one? Most recently. Oh, the most recent one? Oh, yeah. that was my favorite one. It's I so hated good. All. Jurassic Park, by the way, fun fact, is my favorite movie of all time. Is it? All of That's them my have year. let me That's down. That's my highest gross movie of my birth year. Oh, all the rest of those Jurassic World movies have let me down until Jurassic, Jurassic. World came out. Yeah, Jurassic World, the, like the first one, it had, yeah. was 
so much fun. So I just love epic dumb shit. Yeah. I love it. And I love it. I love it so much. Oh, that's so funny. And also the editor, because I'm the editor slut over here, is Richard Francis Bruce, who also edited Shawshank Redemption, Boom. Green what? Mile, what? Seven, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Whoa. Ghost Rider, Dude. The Italian Job, that and all it. and not all, but both of the Fifty Shades of Grey sequels. You had me at Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you had end. me. You had me till you mentioned that number. At um, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Well, because you you even named you even commented during the film you were like this editing is outstanding. <laughs> yeah. No. When I when I looked it up afterwards, I was like, oh fuck. So that that's like so from an actor standpoint, you know, I observe the acting. Mm. Now I'm observing like most of the background acting, what they're doing. Right. But as an editor. is that something that you notice off the bat and obviously good editing makes for a good experience and that yeah no there was definitely oh there was a moment during the thing where someone was like running towards a window oh is so nicholas cage's girlfriend is running towards a window and then he's also running towards a window but it's in alcatraz oh and then he grabs it and and he grabs it and i was like oh fucking graphic match so beautiful like asia will point out stuff so then it starts making me thinking about editing yeah i don't do editing but then we both come from a production background so like i usually am paying attention to like not as much the lighting. I'm usually aware of the lighting, but I'm usually paying attention to just like the scene setup. The like art department is right. one of my big things, and like shit like that. But now since I work with actors, I start looking at acting as well. Right. But then it's fun to watch movies with you guys because, like, I was watching a, um, a Al Pacino movie with one of my actors, and he was like, "This is amazing." The camera, like, because I was looking at like the actual camera movement, because that shit like also gets me wet. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. He's like, no, what's amazing is they stayed on this character for so long that you could just he just let the actor act. And I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't think yeah. about it from that perspective. So and the best part is when when a film you forget all about forget about all that. And when it just gets you, that's when, you know, they made a you know, they covered yeah. all their bases with the editing, acting, cinematography. Oh, yeah. Not always. You know? What we learned in film school was if if your plot is not captivating enough people will start to see that the cinematography was bad that this is bad blah 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 so if you have at least something that's captivating enough you start to forget the audience starts to forget about technical errors because they're just like so So involved but then um but but usually yeah usually if the plot's down that everything else follows too but but sometimes not always so fun fact um like the room holds up <laughs> the room? Have you Asia? Have you edited anything with like explosions and stuff like this at at this level? Um, no. I would love to see how that process is. I well, especially with this because we were like most they blow up a fucking trolley. Like oh that my had God. to be and real. And when you think, okay, I don't even want to get into that scene it yet. Continues, dude. All right, all right, we're getting too excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the the opening scene is him at the grave, and then immediately the next scene is them infiltrating. What was it? Because you were explaining a, like what the, the technical. Na- it's the Naval Weapons Depot where they keep all the missiles and whatnot right. that the Navy uses. And he, since he's a general, has access uh, to entry. Right. And him and his little cohorts cohorts basically make it. And he's he's actually a fun fact. He's a he's a uh, decorated general. So Extremely it's not like he's. A, yeah. yeah. So he's very well respected and no one questions that he's entering, you know, the facility with with other people and right. his, his whole team and they just let him in and then shit gets shit haywire. gets haywire but they and also make sure boring. that they never kill 
anyone. They always oh, yeah. they, they're shooting in the beginning. They're shooting all the all the other military guys with darts. Yeah, and they make like, sure to mention darts that. Darts and like like bean bags. Yeah, bean bags. Yeah, and I know I'm jumping all the way to the end. No, it's okay. We're not. Oh. In the, yeah, we're not doing that. Anymore. I just but, wanted to like give the the setup, and yeah. now we can talk about the rest of. The- but are they? They're in there to get the rockets, right? Nicholas Cage and no, no Ed yeah, Harris. In that yeah, when they go in. Oh, okay. When the first in the first sequence. Yeah. yeah. When they go in and they're like taking out people and stuff, they go to get those to get those, everything that they take the to the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's just but it's just that that those little like mostly the it's like the missiles, but it's mostly that like poisonous whatever yeah. because, because that's they when need, they drop it and that one dude they watch yeah. him die. Yeah. So and so, that for us shows us what that's capable of doing. Exactly. So the big stake that's raised for viewers who don't know, listeners who don't know, yeah, is that they it's like this bio warfare type exactly. deal where mm. it's like what is it acid? It's some type of gas that when Nicholas is. Nick, no. What is his character's Nick? name? Stanley. <laughs> Remember, it's Godspeed. Did you just make good that speed. Up? Godspeed? Oh, Godspeed. Godspeed. Good speed. Good speed. Good speed. Good speed. So, Good Speed <laughs> is a bio Every biochemical engineer for the FBI focusing on um, bio warfare. Yes. And as we see in the beginning, what's awesome is that when. Even in the beginning, like this is what I love about '90s movies. They got straight to the point. You said that it's yeah. literally five minutes in, and we're already getting seen darts in the neck. Yeah, and, we're like, and what's great yeah. is that, like when they when they pivot from Ed Harris's General Hummel's whole story, then mm-hmm. we start seeing Nicolas Cage's, and it's like another movie because we don't it's see crazy. the other guys for another like no. forty-five minutes into yeah. the movie. I think that's what's so interesting about the opening of this film is that it is it in the first five minutes we understand. Ed Harris's backstory essentially yep. and also what his goal for the movie is. Yep. And then immediately after they lose one of their guys, um, and this is like you said, how we now know what this chemical is. Yeah. It's because they lock him in and then watch him like his face bo- like melts off. And what's sad it is boils. that they're so militant about it. They know, hey, casualties happen. This is what happened. Yeah. He dropped the ball, literally. Yeah. <laughs> the ball's <laughs> like, we got to save. We can't have, he's like, sorry, bro, you're out. Yeah. And we see him melt, literally melt away. Yeah. And it shows that the end that we find out that that gas is something that was discovered that, as Nikki's character says, should never have been discovered. But you can't undiscover it now. And it right. has. And now it's in the hands of Literally, people. a drop of it can contaminate the air and kill hundreds and thousands hundreds. of people. But yeah. before they even, like, dive into that. Wait, right. What were you going to say? I was going to say that, actually, fun fact about the movie Ooh, is yay. that. Like in the early 2000s or something, there was like this source at the FBI or in the government in the United States that was like, we have information that uh, Osama bin Laden is developing a biochemical agent that will do this and X, Y, and Z. And like everyone got super freaked out about it. And then they started thinking about it and they were like, wait, isn't that like the plot of The Rock? (laughs) That's so funny. Alcatraz was on like high alert. Right. They're like, oh shit. But it's, but it's just funny. Cause like, so, so we've already established Ed Harris's character. And then immediately after like this dude dies and we're done with the Ed Harris scene, then we're at the FBI headquarters, like in yep. their chemical department. And that's where Nick is. And they just get like a package of a baby and they're playing with the baby and he's yeah. in his hazmat suit. Cause they're like, what could be in this baby? Cause they had and a suspicious, course, they, they, yeah, they confiscated a suspicious package from the airport yes. and the FBI needed to, it was like from Malaysia and yeah. they're like, Oh, whatever. And they thought it wasn't going to be nothing. It's just like, like the normal things that are flagged that these yeah. two guys at the FBI go through. If it gets to that level 
and one of his little assistant guys is like, oh, it's just a doll. And he's, you know, fiddling around with the arm. And out of nowhere, the doll blinks and this gas starts, like, <laughs> Coming pouring out. out. And shit hits the fan. And Michael Bay is at it again. Yeah. And we're <laughs> 10 minutes into the film. Yeah. <laughs> so now we know what Nick's job is like. Right. Yeah. And this this part really felt, and all of the stuff with, like, the FBI and his side of stuff before they end up going to Alcatraz and all that jazz, yeah. it reminded me so much of Cabin in the Woods. Oh, interesting. Like, just like the yeah. like government style, yeah. like yeah. underground bunker-esque stuff. Where that it's like, true. this is very important, but also we're having a good laugh. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. I love that there was, even <laughs> yeah. in that, they, like, you know, classic Nicolas Cage films, they'll find some ways to, you know, have add humor and it's perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect time. And most of the time, it's not because he's been directed to do so. No. He's just like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but even after that action packed sequence, then we just started getting intro of who Sean Connery's characters. And right. that well, starts Because all that we know, because that's all we've known about Nick is that. And then immediately afterwards, he's just kind of like with this bimbo fucking girlfriend. And she's like, I'm pregnant. And the whole fucking time, Asia was like, him. the baby's not real. She's fucking lying. <laughs> and we both were like, I hope she dies in a horrible way. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she fucking survives, unfortunately. I can't unfortunately. believe that was real. I can't believe that was I real. I thought she was going to be a bigger plot He's got to have something to fight I, for, you I know, know it but it also... It up he, like his, he didn't even baby. want the baby. <laughs> <laughs> he literally uh, says, why would I ever want to bring a child into this world with dealing with so many things that are so wrong? And her follow-up is... I'm pregnant. And he's like, wow, that's great. And she goes, really? Because you just said that. And he's like, well, a lot has happened in the past minute, don't you think? And I'm like, so um, I really didn't like her. I no, really I didn't just, like her either. It, literally, Vanessa Marceau. I'm sorry. I'm sure that you're wonderful, but but I hated your character. I hated your character so much. And the lip liner was offensive to me. I don't know why I was so 1996. angry 1996. I know. 1996. I didn't have room for context of what our society was in. And what I think was during normal. that time, the Rachel haircut was in. Yeah, she had it. That was nine, yeah, definitely. Because there's also a character from Friends that's one of the Marine dudes. Mm. The Navy oh, yeah. Seals. Um, he's the uh, the big jawed, witty restaurant health inspector. Wow, yeah. you took it back. Yes, that is that's, exactly him. And it was probably that year. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe a year before. Yeah, Phoebe was really into him. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, but um, but it's just funny because yeah, because then he's because he's with his his girlfriend thing fiance now and he gets a call he's like i gotta go to work and this is where they establish sean connery and yep. i remember turning to asia and i was like so this is the plot of amos and andrew another nick cage film where they're like hey we're kind of in a rut there's some shit going on we need to go get a con to help us to help oh because because at this point ed harris and his team has already like oh yeah they took to over alcatraz. alcatraz yeah with tourists and locked them into they their took cells 82 hostages yeah. in the in the jail cells of alcatraz and they set up missiles aimed at all over san francisco containing that biohazard material exactly. that they're going to use as bait to get what they want and 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 which is the hundred million dollars and since he's so high up and regarded and like even people at the fucking were they they were the pentagon yeah. Oh, what did you did you say pentagram or no you said petticoat <laughs> yeah the petticoat the petticoat um but they're at the pentagon and so already he's like demanding like he's like hey i have 82 hostages at the rock which yeah. is alcatraz um and all the higher ups like the secretary of defense and all of them yeah. know exactly they're who like he is. he's that they're high. like hey france like they're yeah. like hey frankie what the fuck is going on yep. And then, like, some younger dude is trying to talk to them. A 33-year-old. Like, a 33-year-old who's the the house of staff, the, no, the chief of staff. Chief of staff. At the White House. And he goes, 
he's like, someone get this kid the fuck out of here. I'm not talking to him. Like Ed Harris and the other, the other guys are like, this man is a legend. Don't he's you talk to him that way? Like hard as fuck. I know he's movie. holding people hostage. With missiles <laughs> aimed at San Francisco that could right, wipe out right. the entire and, city. And and they, but they explain in that scene. That's what they explain is the the severity of this poisonous gas right. because they're like a teaspoon of this could kill people in an eight block radius. Um, if this gets into just like a teaspoon of this gets into water, it will kill like 70. They're like, how many people? And they're like 70. And he's like, that young dude's like, that's not that bad. And they're like, no, 70,000 people like mm. will die from this. So if they launch all these fucking bombs with this shit, like it's about to wipe out millions. Yep. And, Traumatizing. and so that's when they're like, well, how do we get into Alcatraz? Only one person's ever been able to get out, so he knows. Oh, because they're like, because they're like, who do we? They're like, how do we get people in? Because we need someone who knows Alcatraz, because it's been built yeah. by the said, person who built fucking Fainer that we went to college. No way. The, the guy who did the blueprints for Alcatraz did the blueprints for one of our fucking buildings in college, and that's wow. why it was a bunker, so you weren't able to get into every. Part. It was like a maze. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So SIU, it was it was this big building called Fainer, and it literally looks like the most industrial thing ever. Just cement. And they made it like riot proof. Yeah. Because so we had you, riots. You, a you lot. couldn't occupy it. So like they would have different sections of the building, like A, B, C, D, E, yeah. etc. But there were no doorways into to, those sections. Into them. You so, had to leave and go out and go in. Wow. Yeah. yeah fuck that guy yeah hey, well <laughs> so so we personally understand how difficult it is to navigate one of his blueprints right and uh, so the government officials are so, thought they're like well no one's ever broken out of alcatraz like that's why it's alcatraz no one's ever broken out right Until and they they're all like, start looking need... at each other like um, um well, oh yeah there was this one uh, guy this but one they were dude. like let's get the dude who made the blueprints so like, he died no yeah. one else knows it. <laughs> yeah that... and then they're like there just might be one man. She's already Sean Connery right there now. There might be oh, one man. I, yeah, I was it. trying to be Gandalf, but that works too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, Con- Connery's, uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery's character is Mason, who was, uh, who's basically like MI6, right? He's supposed to be like the British yeah. intelligence yeah. uh some dude who's he's like a got Jewish spy. He's got, he is James Bond. He is. Bit, yeah, well, duh. Yeah. Duh. I mean, already. Yeah. But he. Um, but like he is. <laughs> literally. <laughs> But yeah, he's he's got beef on everyone. He's like the most dangerous person ever. He's broke. He broke out of Alcatraz thirty years ago, and he's they're the like, and he has access to all he's these the secrets of the world of from of the U.S. Everyone, that, yeah. They were like, he knew. Um, like, he knows who killed he JFK. Knows who killed yeah, JFK. He knows who killed JFK. He knows, he knows about, about Area Fifty One. Yeah. <laughs> he knows about J Edgar Hoover's bullshit. Like he's. If that Got dude it. was alive today, that shit would be on Insta so quick. Oh <laughs> yeah, would be on Snapchat. <laughs> Would have filters. Little aliens would have like you know, bug eyes on top of their bug eyes. Yes. So um, so now that we understand the basis of who the three characters are and what relation they have, so Nick Cage is coming to Alcatraz chemically to help. Sean Connery is about to lead the team in because he knows the way in. Right. And then Ed Harris is there, obviously holding ground. So that's literally the basis of this entire film. And at the beginning of it, will you add? If you fucking want to watch this movie, to not listen to this episode because this yeah. movie's outstanding. No, it's so yeah. good. I was on such a roller coaster the hey, whole time. Three hundred plus million. I thirty. That's insane. The infl- that's, that's insane. so much money today. But um. But yeah, as they get to the island, and they infiltrate it, 
literally everything we've said so far is like the first 25 minutes yeah, of setup exactly. and the rest of the movie is explosions no shit oh, even well even, we got to talk about the fucking car yes, chase yes guys. i know i was gonna say this is so, where we're at so sean connery is brought in and they're questioning him and he says i want a suite at the fairmont hotel and he's like i'll give you guys what you want but this is what i want and they said he screwed them over in the past and they've the government has screwed him over in the past right so they have this like hate hate relationship yeah um and they just don't trust each other at they all they don't and so they end up giving in to Sean Connery and saying okay fine we'll we'll you know basically guard up the entire fairmont hotel give him his suite he gets a haircut cuz homeboy had like long Fucking like Fabio hair. hair, yeah. Oh my god, I liked it. I, I liked too. it too, especially because when they combed but it, it back, pony, and it wasn't bro. in his face. <laughs> Man, that and shit. like you can, and you you can already tell that this dude is like resilient and so resourceful because he like somehow steals a quarter when they have him like in the cell and they're talking to him. He stomps on it, uses it to break through a window oh, and but remember, stare at everyone. It's remember like, what Asia said? Asia said she's like. How tall is Sean Connery? Because he, his he's presence massive. is so massive. His yeah. presence is huge and his hands are ridiculous. Dude, hands. he could fucking kill me. Yeah. Easily. We Easily. found out he's 6'2". He's 6'2". Two. 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 And only a buck 65. Yeah. He just so looks massive that, on screen. Yeah, so when he's in his suite, he basically, you know... He's resilient again. Yeah, and he ends up um, somehow... Tie- t- who's that little man? What is he? Is he like the... Head of defense, the the guy he hangs off the building with the shower oh I don't even rug. know. Anyway, one government official he gets, and he ends up escaping from the hotel, and then it is like he he raises havoc all over San Francisco. Yeah, and this was '96. There was no like it was they, this Michael is Bay is known for no CGI shit. Yeah, this is he does practical. it. Yeah, like close down the hills of San Francisco, and there is like anything you can blow up in san francisco that shit was being blown up i don't even know because it was just like this chase Hummers. scene yeah. of like from him getting loose by yeah. like throwing some bullshit and literally throwing a person off the edge and distracting everyone by this lobster meal so all the other guys like aren't really guarding him <laughs> that's a good and so way he to get yeah. loose and only nick is there and we've established in this scene that like nick doesn't bring his gun with him anywhere nope. he is not like that. He's very good. He yeah, he's like a bio nerd. He's he doesn't, like a, yeah, he he's swears like a, one time in this whole movie. Everything else is like butthole and oh poop and a-hole. a-hole and like <laughs> a-hole. Yeah, like all the You're time. being an a-hole. Yeah, exactly. He says that to Sean Connery. Sean Connery's like, get the fuck out of my face. But um, No, but the, that but chase is insane. It's it nuts because it's like not only is that event crazy enough that he's thrown someone off and now he's on the loose. Yeah. But somehow he gets like a car. A and Hummer. Some, a Hummer, and a somehow from he's, the valet, from the valet at the hotel. Did he see his daughter before this? After, no, he's after. Oh, it's Jesus all Christ. leading up to oh, the right. whole car chase. Oh, is Christ. so he he, and then you know Nick Cage ends up getting into a like was it a Lamborghini Ferrari Ferrari. It was a Ferrari. Ferrari. It was a yellow Ferrari. And somehow it ends up with the the cop. In every movie, cops don't know how to drive Stupid. well. No, they but always yeah, run into crashing into anything, GTA and they're always like, literally oh, a trolley not just Jeez. explodes. It like. Lifts. Explodes and lifts like fifty well, feet. Well, first in the they air like and... like before all that. Like first of all, it's like all this crazy car shit happening, and it's, and like, it's crazy. San Francisco, so and, there's and hills. It's San Francisco, so they're all like just Lying launching over. and then like hitting their front bumpers so hard and just like skirting out on these streets. It's so fantastic because it's just like hella close ups and car shots. And this so is when much. this is when both Marta and Asia were like, 
I have high anxiety. That's, they were they kept thinking. But they then kept you saying, pointed we out. We did not think this is what this was going to be out. I'm like, yep, this is Michael this Bay. This is the at beginning of the this movie. This is the beginning. This is this literally is like 25 chaos. minutes in. But you pointed out because as soon as Nick gets in the Ferrari, you're like, yep. whoa, here comes Gone in 60 seconds. Exactly. I almost said Nixty because I can't say it anymore. <laughs> but um, but so it's just funny because like in this whole sequence is like they not only run into a tr- like a trolley full of yep. people, so people are like running out of it first. The trolley driver's pissed. He's oh, yeah. a great He's like, fucking character. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Who's yeah. He's trolley. so good. <laughs> and then they blow the trolley up. Nick Cage runs into like a line of fucking meters, and yep. all the quarters are going everywhere. People are like almost getting hit by this. The trolley not only blows up. The car blows up. Then the trolley blows up more. And then the trolley gets thrown in the air by like 15 feet. I was so overwhelmed. I was so And then the Ferrari gets run over and and that explodes. And then you think, okay, we're at the end of the scene. But no, no. No, no, Nick. Nick gets... Nick gets a bike, a dirt bike. He fucking like rips a kid off a bike. (laughs) Well, the kid looks at his Ferrari and the kid's like, man, dude, that sucks. Like your Ferrari's fucked up or whatever. And Nick goes, well, it wasn't mine. And neither is this. this. And pushes the kid off and steals his fucking moped. And I will the say, chase begins. Or the, and continues. we saw no dead bodies. We are assuming everyone oh, included no. in this car chase Supposedly, somehow survived. Yeah, they didn't show any dead. Yeah, and then Nick takes. That's the why bike. it's like a fun '90s movie. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't see like the oh shit, like a crazy bloody like whatever. Yep. It's just like I don't need that car blew up, and I and think that, someone wait, ran. I have out. a question. Do you remember how did? Oh, so he had already communicated with his daughter right that he was going to meet her there because remember she shows up with her friend because yeah. this whole car chase thing he ends up somewhere where he goes and meets his daughter up yeah maybe there was like a phone in the car or something i don't remember i don't know or maybe i don't know how he found oh her. yeah there was i think there was a car phone there was a car phone yeah there was a, it's the yeah, 90s. yeah 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 <laughs> you're right he calls the operator Oh, and then he, yeah, 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 you're right. Okay, <laughs> um, so then he, yeah, so that's where Nick right. follows him. Yeah, Nick, Nick ends up following bike. him on the dirt bike, and so now and we've finds established out the backstory. Her, her next, yes. Oh my god, Hello. found out his next of kin. Oh right, from the FBI. Yes. From the, oh yeah, yeah. So oh, Nick did by the way, FBI yeah, shit. fun fact: the uh, Sean Connery's character has no identity. He oh. remember they said that he has no identity, so he's basically he's such a huge spy. He's James Bond. Yeah, that there's no record of him anywhere, and so there. That's how Nick finds out that he has a daughter, and uh. when she sees him, she's like, you know, and she hasn't seen him in like what since she was like ten or something. Yeah, like years. And she's twenty something now. Yeah, yeah. She's a full grown ass adult. And mind you, they're still tracking him, and Nick sees what's going on. He calls him back up. And as Sean is talking to his daughter, he, the sirens, you start hearing the sirens, and she says, are they coming for you? She's and like, you haven't changed. Yeah. 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 But what, what does our boy Nick do? He fucking lies for him. He does. He's like, oh, no, he's helping us on a special case. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's my thing. I liked that scene, but I really, it only served, like, the one purpose of being like, oh, Nick is, like, gonna have a kid, and he relates to this guy who's, like, never known yeah. his kid, and so now he's gonna lie for him, but, like, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it either. <laughs> it, it is contrived. It's you hate his girl. It That's is contrived, why. but it also, it plays, it not only plays to that effect so they can relate to each other, but it's also now, because Nick's girlfriend also is in San Francisco with her baby and yeah. all this shit's going down. Because he tells her to come before he knows yeah. it's actually going down. And like, and so, and so now the two of them also have a reason to like, they have people they love in the city that they don't want to die. They're like, yeah. we don't give a shit about ourselves. Yeah. So it's like, that's the anchor for those right. two characters, no. but they didn't have depth. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it also establishes from Sean Connery's character's perspective that, hey, this guy 
has something good about him. Like he's yeah. not like the rest of them. He, they, the rest of them would have tackled him in front of his daughter. Yeah. And you know, but he said, no, 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 no he's right. working with us. So I think that was a way to establish like, okay, maybe there's something like give and take here. Maybe there's and, someone I can start to right, trust. Right, right, No, you're right. That's good. So, so then we're, we might be giving it more credit. To, yeah. So it then needs. takes us to, they get to the, they are like, okay, let's do this. And, it seems like Sean Connery's character just laughed about this whole thing. Well, it was funny because I think at this point we were so overstimulated and so much had happened. And then all of a sudden we we're like, okay, but back to what we came here exactly. for. Because we're like, what the we're fuck like, is Ed Harris doing? <laughs> like Ed Harris is just chilling with 82 <laughs> hostages and all these people. And, and so it was they, a good like, intro to Alcatraz too when they showed was. what was. Like they showed Alcatraz. And it, the, this movie did a great job of what classic mistakes movies make is like when, when they have to explain something. They always have one friend say, so what was this about? Oh, let me tell you. But the way yeah. they did it, they did it with like tour guides telling the tourists yeah, about where Alcatraz subtle. is, how yeah. no one's ever broken out and all this good stuff. So it, they're really good about this. This keeping... was a really well-made film yeah. and, and creative, I think. So, yeah, um, this was about the first four minutes of the film. Now, <laughs> as... <laughs> but I think but I think from here on out, like because those are all like very. Because um, now we move into like the action, the moment. action exactly, yeah, the and action so movie. from here on out, it's just literally them just trying to yep. stop this whole thing from happening, and of course, like them, they we get to watch them sneak into Alcatraz through like crazy shit. Yeah, um, I'm sure a couple people die. On oh no! Way. Remember Fucking the big, Indiana the big, Jones the shit. big shootout is what basically makes oh, Ed Harris every... the villain. No, oh, yeah. when yeah. The when the point. special forces yeah. sneak in with Sean Connery and Sean Connery and Nick Cage are kept underneath in the tunnels while the guys with the guns go in yeah. and try to figure out where Ed Harris and his crew are. Yeah. And they're surrounded and they go and it's what's so cool and I love that scene too it's where they're both, scene. you know, soldiers. And yeah. one, the guys on Nick Cage's side, they're like, you know, we're soldiers too. We took a note just like you did. And he's like, well, no, what I'm doing is for soldiers too. Like Ed Harris's character yeah. is like, no, I'm looking out for soldiers. Of, yeah. There you know, are no go back guys. and forth. And due to some like mishap of some brick falling or some shit. Someone's like, <laughs> oh my God, they're just shot at. Yeah. They're, they're all on edge. Yeah. And so yeah. like this happens and they're all like, hey, like I know we're still brothers. Right. And they're like. But like, what's powerful in that conversation is like that one dude is like, I promise to protect and serve my country, whether that be off sea yeah. or, or like foreign, foreign or domestic. Or domestic. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry, bud, but like, you are about to put a fucking city full of people in domestic harm's terrorism, way. Right. And so it's like, you get his point, and then also, then Ed Harris is like, no, 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 but here, like, if you just hear me out, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it for us, so they treat us better. And so they're having like a very civil conversation, and someone knocks over bricks, and everyone's yeah. just like. <gasps> Yeah, because they're all just gone. it gets to the point, And again, it goes back to the heightened level of anxiety that Michael Bay and these editors are so good at. Yeah, because we're all like, OK, something's about to snap. Something's about to happen. Yeah, the tension. And when building. yeah, and the tension builds and literally all of the soldiers that are with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery's characters, they all get wiped out. Yeah. yeah. And it's not what Ed Harris, General Hummel, he did not want that because no. he kept, while the shootout's going out, he's like, you know, stop, ceasefire, ceasefire, but they can't hear yeah. him. And then when it ends, we, this is where we're left at is that, as that. Who's left? Yeah. Sean Connery and Nick. Oh, that's the it. only yeah. two that are left. And then, and then it's like his main cohorts for Ed Harris. Yeah. 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 Those guys are all still alive. I have a question for you guys because I, I kept trying to like put my finger on exactly like the political climate now versus the political climate then i'm like this is my birth year so right. i don't fucking know anything but right. it, it seems like i don't really either. i think it was clinton right 96 
Yeah. Clinton had two back to two. Yeah, yeah because it was, it was Clinton and then it was George Bush. And that was yeah. when I was, and that they was after two, they that was in like 1999 uh, or something. Iraq, like the, the Persian Gulf War or whatever, right? Well, they, they he talks about like Desert Storm Desert and Storm. then um, I think they did talk about the yeah. Persian Gulf War. They they talked about, they brought up every war, Vietnam yeah. and, uh, and whatnot. And going back to what we were saying, like it's the messaging behind it. It's like, you know take care of your soldiers yeah, yeah. whatnot but it, it just feels a lot more like actually united like this yeah. is a like a weird like the people and the military protects the people and right. like the like mess is in the military and now i feel like the political climate now is very much like these people oh, and yeah. these people and yeah. then these sure. people which is very well i just think interesting and weirdly melancholic it is and i mean i i definitely felt that too because they because they always they also talk about the sense of like patriotism in this film yeah. and stuff like that. Whereas like, I don't think that that's an issue at all anymore because no. like, it's very like brother against brother right sure. now. Yeah. And yeah. it's What's not, sad is that it's the more patriotic us. you are. Yeah. It's, it's almost a scene as if it's like a bad thing. Like yeah. you're patriotic towards a government that's not doing what the government should exactly. be doing for you. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to like, let's say if the premise was right now, like Ed Harris's, crew they would be the good guys or no depends on how you look at it it's like they're the they anarchists the ang- they are the crazy gun feeling like uh anarchists L- or like depending or, on where right you, <laughs> alt right or the alt left yeah they, they could, could be, be they could be depicted or. either way right You're depending right. on what their cause is yeah like whether it's like you know trump's not gonna win again we're gonna take an over alcatraz right right <laughs> Yeah, Trump's, you're right. Trump's, Trump's going to win. Again? We're taking over out. No, you're totally right. Because I mean, because I think what's interesting is Ed Harris said this at one point is that he they were like, um, he was like, in order to be a patriot, we have to. And this was his argument in that conversation was he was like, in order to be a patriot, you have to like Thomas Jefferson and stuff were traitors yeah. to their original country. The British, mm-hmm. right. And then now they are decorated patriots to our country so he's like we're basically about to be new founders exactly but it's like even that mindset can be that that mindset can be tricky because it almost starts going into the realm of like what a vigilante is sure because you're like oh i'm fighting for a higher cause but it's also like but you're doing it outside the laws exactly and what is the cause and what is the cause cause? exactly and like is it more beneficial so this this movie actually is very powerful. Sure, totally. I was and feeling some kind of way during yeah. the whole thing. Definitely. I this is my this is my new favorite movie. Not only because it's epic, but now that I've had time, I'm glad we didn't record last night right afterwards because I was oh, yeah. literally we shell like shocked. Right. We were zombies, I know, but was I like, also was we like, went like all high, high octane, and then when then it hit us that oh my god, it's almost one a.m. I know. So when the movie's done, you're like oh. But right, I think we can breathe again. But yeah, I can breathe again. But it's also but like up until up so until the end process. of it, it, it keeps you going. So on the island, what Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery have to do is basically find each missile. Yeah. There's six. Yeah. Originally, they were going to take fifteen until that dude dropped one of the balls, and they only had six left. Oh yeah. They they planted them all over Alcatraz to uh you know, and he has to go and basically take out those chips. That guide the missile where they're yeah. supposed to go, and because they're that. all because they're all like rigged, like within every missile and stuff. But like they're all rigged to a set destination. Yeah, and if you without that chip, there's no way of. And there's a countdown going down too. Exactly. Oh yeah, because they're like on a time crunch and everything, and it's crazy because even when he takes the balls out, which I loved, 
I loved those scenes because the clinking of the balls, like yeah. I knew exactly what they used right. in art department to make oh, that. Like I could cool. just tell by like the sound of it. I was like, these are just straight up like plastic. Like, and yeah. he's holding them like, oh, fuck. And I was like, <laughs> they just look like they look legit for they the cause of yeah. the movie. But knowing how ridiculous it is just because you're just like, I, I was imagining putting that together. And mm-hmm. I was like, right. that's funny to watch him like be like, oh, and try and like hold them so delicately. And they're like Christmas ornaments. Um, right, pretty much. And, and then, I will say that, I mean, just going through the evolution of Nick's character, mm-hmm. we see, like you were saying, he never had a gun. Yeah. And it's like as if Sean Connery's character kind of, you know, toughened him up throughout the whole process of God and getting him more, not just about the yeah. doing his job, but hey, like, you know, you got to look but out also, for yourself too. But also, then in, in, in return, then Nick Cage's presence caused Sean Connery to open up his heart a yep. little bit more. So they're really an adorable duo. Um, no, they're very good together. They're good. Right. And, like, obviously, like, you know, like, within this whole thing of them trying to get all these things, and they'd be like, okay, we've broken all the chips, and there's only two left. But then they start, like, coming into, like, higher stakes. They're starting to, like, get towards, yeah. like, the center of the video game where, like, all the bad guys oh, are. Yeah, and the like, actual it kind of people not like being that. shot with darts. They are killing. Oh, it's guns. They are killing soldiers. And, and then you see, like, some of you see some of the bad apples in Ed Harris's crew that are they just start to turn. all about. They're like, no, 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 we need to launch these missiles. Like, okay, we're, these. We're going to fucking kill yeah, these they people. Want they want to. pussies. Yeah. And, like, essentially, like Ed, well, because then that's where, like, Ed Harris kind of, then they turned into, like, martyrs. And, like, Ed Harris gets overthrown because it turns out Ed Harris is, like, we bluffed. Like on purpose, they, yeah. They launch a missile, it goes over the city, turns around, lands in the water, and he's like, We bluffed, they called us on our bluff, the mission's fucking over. And the, his team's like, No, no, no. No, nah, bro. That's bullshit. Yep. This needs to be real. So they kinda like overthrow Ed Harris and his and his main mates in a shootout. Yeah. yeah. So then they have like a Oh, because oh, then shootout. we were like, Holy shit, they like they all pull a gun and I was like, this Everyone's is just pulling like, a gun at each other. You're like, oh I was like, this is like reservoir dogs. Right. This is early Tarantino days. I was like, oh fuck. Um and like obviously at some point Nick and Sean Connery get captured and they get trapped. And then Sean Connery pulls him out of their cell because he like rigs like he ties like a braid He's of an shit escape together. artist right he just finds a way to find things around him to like break out of his and cell that shit. and it's just like it's just like non-fucking stop this is one movie if if it gets re-released in theaters man oh, let's this go would be so fun to watch it in like imax yeah or some shit it would be so dope 40 i mean i was we were oh, listening 40. to it pretty yeah. loud yeah. and we were just like and i was like i didn't even care i forgot and that i had, hadn't like, seen it in like, years I mean, it's always on, like, one thing I'll say if you're listening and you want to watch this movie, do not watch it when it's on, like, TV. regular cable TV fucking with, stars. like, modified for this. Ver- yeah, do not. Do not. You want to watch it with all the the bells and whistles all at one time. Because you can't be in the middle of, like, a crazy scene and then it breaks for commercial and then and you then come you back to, like. And then you see Shay and some stupid no. like, commercial for. No, you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, But, yeah. And then, I mean. And then all in all, they end up like saving the day. Yep. And kill. Did they just? Oh, well, they ki- there's a there's massive. <laughs> there's the, so much shit. So I'm so, so overwhelmed just talking yeah, about. Yeah. So it. They, so so they they end up Nick. Nikki. <laughs> God's good speed. Good speed. Good speed. Good speed ends up you know. Good speed. Good speed ends up de rigging the last missile and you know and. Killing all the bad guys and wait, does he get? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Do you remember? 
Yes. <laughs> what happens though? So remember he um the last missile, he saves one of the balls. Oh, and he shoves it in a guy's he mouth. He shoves it into that crazy dude's mouth because he's about to like kill him. Because and um side note, they they gave him these like injections oh. that you have to inject into your heart that gives you like a 20 minute window to save yourself from this gas before it takes effect. Yeah. And so when he's killing the last, like we'll call him domestic terrorist. Yeah. Cause <laughs> he stuffs the, the, the ball of biochemicals into his face and then punches him and punches him. <laughs> and then fool starts like, you know, boiling, Double melting, up. but he spits it out. So now yeah. it's in the air. Yep. And so, so Nick's so like, Oh fuck. Nick has to take, he has to like, you know, stab himself in the heart. Yeah. Like Uma Thurman himself. I was yes. literally, he was laying there with it in his chest and I was like, whoa, Pulp Fiction One, feels. I was like, two. I, uh. um, but so, but so then he's laying there with this like thing in his chest. They're yeah. the last fucking, oh, the airstrike's coming in because yeah. at this point they're like, they're these gonna, people oh, are yeah. about to kill they us. They said no because they don't know. They haven't heard from Nick yeah. or because the, the, the government knows that the whole military operation is mm -hmm. all those guys are dead. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just blow up Alcatraz and we'll just count our losses. Be even even with the no, no no blow up one part of Alcatraz because the hostages are still there. I know because we see them for like a minute. That's and what I like, said. Where did they all like, go? I was like, they're just like fuck eighty two people. We can't like whatever. No, I think they decided on one side because they oh, okay. figured out which side the Ed Harris and his crew and the missiles were oh, at. Okay. So they were targeting that. Okay, that and they sense. told them. Um, should you, before Nicholas Cage and Sean Connery went on, they're like, should you be able to like dismantle all the missiles? Here's some flares. And if we see those, we'll know you did the mission. And literally, yeah. at classic Michael Bay, as the helicopters and the jets are approaching and the missiles are about to be launched, <laughs> we see Nicholas Cage like, with the way it's like, very platoon. Yeah. And then they say, all right, no, we see him. We see, we see the flares. And of course, the, the guy in the jet's like, but I've already launched the missile. <laughs> They're like, oh, they're like, oh fuck. fuck. And they're just kind of like angle higher. And so like they just they just explode above Nick's head and yep. it's like flying through the air and everything. Which and I read Sean. he got super inspired by Matthew Modine from Birdie when he was doing that scene. Oh, oh really? Oh. He was like, I was channeling Matthew Modine. <gasps> wow. That's our favorite movie thus far of Nick's. Really? I, I have really it on good. DVD. I'll let you borrow it. Dope. It's a beautiful film. That's a, that's a DVD. Oh, uh, I used to have it next to my Walkman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember okay. those? Walkmans? 96. Like iPods? <laughs> <laughs> like an iPod Nano? What was that? Oh, yeah, iPod iPods shuffle. in general. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then the movie ends with uh, Nick Nicholas Cage. Mm -hmm. is on the phone with the government people, yeah. and they're like, and they all want to know. Like, the they're like, what like, about Mason? Yeah, what about Mason? What about Mason? And Mason's, you know, he just says on the phone, he's like, um, he, he didn't survive. He yeah, got he vaporized. He, he got vaporized. <laughs> and they go, that can happen to a person? He's like, uh, yeah. And as I can. we pan out, we see Sean Connery standing right next to Nick. <laughs> you know, it's one more it? one more favor that he did that's for That's my him. homie. And that's the movie. That's a movie. That's we did it. We were like, we're not going to talk. I know. We've talked about but the whole honestly, movie. But honestly, we that did it. That was the fastest summary. That was the fastest done. because honestly, there's so much action happening. Like usually we're like, and then this led into this and this led into that. Yeah. But this is just kind of like, here are the basic plot points. Like, bum, 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 bum. Because everything in between what we said is an explosion. Yeah. That. It was Should so we tell him about fun. the little surprise at the end? The little note that Mason gives. Oh, true. Godspeed. Oh. Good speed. oh, that is the end of the oh, movie. Let's leave it. Let's leave it a little. No, yeah, go see. Go see it. We go don't really it. need to. It's kind of a to. fun. It, it has nothing fun. to do with it. It, it has doesn't. nothing to do with the it's end. Just, it's just silly. It's just a. It's just a fun Easter egg. Yeah. Um, but I think 
I don't, I was realizing this as we were watching it. So one of the things, Shay, um, and sorry for listeners who have heard us explain this to so many people and they're like, we know what this is. <laughs> they're like five people who listen to us. But um, every time <laughs> Nick has his like explosive moments, right. we're like, this is why we came here. And, and, oh yeah, that was. <laughs> so, so we like, so then at the end of the podcast, we like to rate what we figure out, what we think that this is why we came here moment is. And we would like to rate it on a scale of one to 10. Oh, of like I, in the, from the movie. Yeah. I so, know what it is. So what, what do you think his butthole? Yeah. It's oh, butthole. I totally forgot. It's so there's, okay, let me it. describe it. Cause we're watching, it. we're watching, we're watching. And what was the scene where somehow they're, Nicholas, that's when they're in the cells. Oh yeah. They're in the cell. They're in separate cells. Sean Connery's in the cell above Nicholas yeah. cages and, doing you know what sean connery does like he's he's, like, he's, he's maneuvering out. yeah to get them out and, nick and then nick cage is like going off about like why are we here we're in a cell you don't know what to do what we're not we're not where we're going he's like because you're being like something he says something like so you're being a, a butthole like, and no joke <laughs> these two girls screamed out loud i'm like what is what what was that for they're like oh my god oh my god he said butthole i'm like do you guys get all you have a fetish of nicholas cage saying butthole oh i uh by the way i have but there's but there's a history behind this there is history go ahead those first of all before i explain the history the the sentence itself is how in the name of zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell because he gets out of his cell and so this is Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I can't believe I forgot about that. That was it. Um, that was the moment. But the, the reason we freaked out is because my brother, and I know we've put out a couple of them, so if you guys haven't listened to it, check it out. But um, my brother does a best of from like episodes one to 10 and then 10 to like 20. And in in between each cut, like if it's like us being like, this is why we're here, it'll cut and say, butthole. And then it'll go into the next thing we say. <laughs> Every sound bite is yeah, butthole. It's butthole. And we never wow. knew which movie it was from. Yeah. Here we are. And then it happened and we both were like, ah! Watch, it's like one of seven movies of Nick Cage's that he says the butthole exactly the same way. It's like in his contract. Um, I must say butthole sometime in, in this sometime. feature. I, if we see it again, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah, no, it's going to be amazing. But that was definitely, yeah. That That's was, what I'm going to say. Okay. No, when you're absolutely right. When I see Nicolas Cage, that is what I'm going to say. You scream butthole. Like, and you have to go like that. I'm like, how? What is it? What's the line? How, how in the name of, of Zeus's, Zeus's butthole did you, did get, you get out, out of yourself? yourself? <laughs> Oh my god, and that's, that's so when appropriate his will to say. Me. That's so appropriate to say to him as a person. Because yeah. he, oh. <laughs> how did you get out of your cell, Nick? Because he's trapped in Nicholas Cage. Oh man. Because he's trapped. Just by all my rage. Boom. Okay. So what do you rate it? So what do you rate that moment? For me, zero yeah. to ten. Oh, f- ten. No. Ten. <laughs> Too high. You're gonna be- okay, fine. Well, the, 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 realistically, not just uh, so within the context of the movie. Or just, like in general, just of as, watching it and with you guys and everything. No, I mean in the context of the movie, but like, like as you know, Nick, yeah. we know he's got his freakouts. Put right. yourself in his shoes. What do you do? You think that this is like a great like fr- like what is what do you rate this personal freakout of his? Like compared as, to his other feature for no, other films, just not in really. like a Nicholas. Oh, uh, like an eight. Yeah, it's up there. It's an eight. I don't know. I'm gonna go lower. I'm not gonna go that high. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say seven. 
No, I, I'm gonna say six point eight. I I was gonna I was gonna give it a six five just oh, because okay. like I love I mean it's great it's and it and it holds it's a so personal. significant. It's very significant. <laughs> it's very personal. But we very personal we also guys. we're also coming off of leaving Las Vegas where he True. flips a blackjack table True. and knocks over a waitress like <laughs> in the yeah. middle of a Vegas casino. You know what I mean? Like I mean, so that's why it's interesting for us to see what our guests think because yeah. they haven't watched the whole journey. I have so not, like no. with the context, the more and more it's funny because if we I'm go thinking back, of other Nick Cage films that I would, I'd be like, huh, would it compare? I think I would lower my it score then. It doesn't have to be like specifically compared to that. It's just yeah. like now knowing what he's capable of. Right. It's hard for me to judge these moments. Um, as highly, even though I enjoyed it and it like meant a lot to me. Yeah. I'm like, I just know he's got a lot of more energy that he didn't release in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so, for sure. I think yeah. j- just because I think the character called for some. He, yeah. It's so much funner when the, the character he plays in this keeps everything bottled up. And, and doesn't when it swear. Explodes, yeah. It was, cu- it was it, perfect to very, be the character. Because he could have been like, what in God, Zeus is fucking asshole. Right. But he said butthole. With such was, conviction that you yeah, were saying, right. motherfucker, he said butthole. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know that that was improvised. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, now I'm going to look up the script and literally it's just all caps. Butthole. <laughs> butthole. Wow, I love. Um, we vibe. We stand. Uh, that's Asia's words. Yeah, I was like, you, you said I love. I was like, do you now? I love. I say that all the time now. I'm you, kind of. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the movie... What do we rate the film itself? I'm going so high. Oh wait, I I gotta think. I gotta think for a second. I know. I'm trying to think of. um, So Shay, just to tell you, I guess when I look at it, I try and sometimes I how I view the movie is my enjoyment level. If even if I know it's like a bad quality film, but I enjoyed the fuck out of it because it was bad, I usually rate it higher. But I usually try to critique it based on like acting, storyline, execution of the film how it was made. Yeah. I try to do that, but sometimes Nick makes it higher or lower. Who knows? But Sometimes he's part of it. Sometimes he's part of it. This one, I'd say he's part of it. For sure. Because he did a good job in this. Oh, great job. I think yeah. th- him and uh, Sean Connery's dynamic together was perfect. It was, it was so good. Because it was so opposite, yet it yeah, blended was, so well together. Each other yeah. out. When would we ever see the two of them acting together no. again? Yeah. I doubtful. I mean, Sean Connery couldn't do this role anymore with his no. age. He's like in no. his late eighties now. Yeah, no, there's. Yeah, no I think way. he's like eighty. Actually, I think he's eighty-two. Eighty-two. Oh, early eighties. Yeah. Still old. Still big. Hey, this is. Uh, it's one of my favorite like action movies, ever. When you said this is like your favorite Nick Cage movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, totally. So this what and you Face Off, I would say, and I like Gone in sixty seconds too. That was that, a really that enjoyable film. That one really is dear to me, but that's because I haven't seen a lot of the others, so I'm excited. I'd, I'd go with like an 8.5. And I'm, not not that the that the box office has anything to do with it, no. but during, while I, rem, I had memory during that time, whereas you two did not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> have like a connection to I it. remember the vibe during the summer. is like everybody was talking about this movie. That's cool. Yeah. That is fun. That's national treasure for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. That, That's that like when we were, because I because I, I liked Gone in 60 Seconds a lot, but even then, I was still a kid. I just happened to have it on VHS growing up, so it was already older. Yeah. But um, Oh, like the original. Yeah. 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 Um, I was going to, I was honest, I was going to rate it like an 8.6. So I was going to be right there with you, because I, re- oh, wow, I really fucking love this movie. Yeah. 
was great. And it was well done, and the editing was good, and the the, the sound quality was good, the dialogue was good, the acting was good. The, the, the fucking and sometimes movies with amazing. this type of storyline are like, oh great, global warfare, everyone's gonna die. Right. You think it's like, but there was so much more involved in it. There's yeah. so much little things that they did that you just kept you engaged, and you, I enjoyed the explosion. Sometimes you're like, okay, enough. Sometimes yeah. some no, of these this movies was are like, good. this is good. Like, you're like, all right, this is this. They're gonna keep going with because this. Because it's just okay. pure '90s blockbuster. Yeah. Just so much fun. And it right. was like it was a nice balance of things. Because like I remember in the very beginning when there's like toxic gas like leaking this chamber, and they're like joking and running around and shit. I'm like, oh yeah, the stakes are high, but it's like still fun. And right. Then, like I almost got lulled into like that full sense of security because by the end when they're at the shootout, I was like, oh my god, I'm so fucking stressed <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Please no more. <laughs> yeah. It was stressful. That being said, I'd give it a 7.6. Nice. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I I don't really like action movies, but this was like a mix of a movie. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I I'm, I love action movies, but then nowadays, it's like you know cheap. what you're getting yourself into because there's yeah. like the preview trailer, the teaser of the yeah. trailer, and then you see That's the trailer. That's why I, I leave the trailer. Yeah, I don't like, watch the trailers anymore. Right. I leave know, the theater because I they need wanna, to be blind. Yeah, they, they ruin most of the movie from yeah. the trailer. Or sometimes, you know, as an editor, maybe you see the trailer and the scene you loved is not even in the final movie because yeah. they're still shooting it yeah. when they release the trailer. Yeah. But uh, before, it's like, you know, even if you watch the trailer for this movie, you wouldn't know that it's this action packed. I had no you know? idea going into this that it was gonna be like this. Oh yeah. And I feel I I see. I mean, maybe it's just because I grew up with three older brothers and stuff. But like, I fucking love action movies. Like, even when they're not well made. So like, I love like the Meg. Like, I like like cheap, gross blockbusters oh, like, now. Because oh, I feel like <laughs> the term blockbuster was so intense, especially in the nineties yeah. in this in this time. Mm-hmm. And then like early two thousands really great. Now everyone's really into like what's the next Oscar season going to sure. be like? So like summer blockbusters are kind of like, well, they're so fucking lame. And I'm like, yeah, but it's entertaining. Like take yourself totally. out of it and just have fun with it. Cause but that's that all you had said, to do in the summer in the nineties. Exactly. You didn't have streaming. You didn't have social media. Yeah. Movies were it. You're not everybody was, was a critic pool, the beach or you're at the movies. Right. <laughs> right. Well, we I mean, we're still elevated, um, <laughs> but, um, but it's no, but it's true. You're totally right. And so like, I feel like, the summer blockbusters that come out now, like it's all, I go it's alone. All superhero Marvel movies now. Those right, are right, but I mean, it's like The Meg, Jurassic World. Like they're all like technically bad films, right. but and and so I know they get like shit on, but like I enjoy it and I can get sucked into that. So then to watch like actual proper blockbusters that are just as epic but not as ridiculous. Yeah, like I like the ridiculous epic. But it is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, this is, like, epic in, like, an epic way. Yeah. So that's what made me, like, wow, and, and I miss this, this kind of shit. And you can also enjoy the ridiculousness of this movie. Mm. Like, the trolley. And stuff, it's You're enjoying it. Yeah. But whereas you see some of these movies nowadays, you're like, okay, come on. You're really blowing up. The entire building is lifting up. And right. everything. Yeah. Like, you go over the top. This, yeah. it's just... It's just fun. You're like, yeah. wow. They and you, you know, they're shooting it in San Francisco. Yeah, it's not in some soundstage. You know. Well, at first I was like, is this soundstage? And all of a sudden I was like, oh no, they nope. did this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm willing to definitely. I, it's not fair for me to say I don't like action movies. I really like '90s action movies. Yeah, which makes sense. I, and like up to like the Bourne series, I kind of liked that oh, as well. Yeah. Dude, yes. But except fuck, the one with Jeremy Renner, that was a. It's kind of awkward. Kill Bob and Born? Are you kidding me? Shut up. <laughs> but I'm like, 
I'm kind of like ready to give like the idea of like blockbuster movies a better chance, especially because like honestly, I just saw the Joker movie mm-hmm. and I, I liked not it, seen it yet. but I was like, I'm kind of over it. It's just too. I mean, honestly, I as far as the Joker goes, I just think um, right now. I think our society is just like, I would just like to something uplifting. Yeah. Like, it's just too fucking heavy. These right are now. an escape now. It's been great. Right. Like, shows are dark. I love dark shit. All yeah. I do is listen to murder podcasts. I just like, like heavy shit. But at a certain point, I'm like, I just want to go have so much fun in a movie. Like, I want it to be a roller coaster. So that's yeah. why I've been like going back towards that. Cause yeah. I right. agree. It's just like, like I, I did just too much. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to like leave the theater because obviously I was like, okay, I'll like I finished the movie, but I was like, because you were scared. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> what time is it? Like, why the fuck is this movie two and a half hours long? Hello. Yeah. Please. Well, maybe you should have gone to see Lucy in the Sky, which I'm <gasps> in. I know. You were in that? Yes. yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. Test engineer. Oh, I thought they gave you. I, th- I kept told everyone your name was Doug. I thought they gave you a Doug. name. What? <laughs> Doug. By the way, people, I'm Brown. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I wanted you to. <laughs> oh yeah, Shay Ali, fabulous he Ali Oh yeah, just like the new one. I cannot be Bex. <laughs> I tried though. It was close. I um, I wanted to say yeah before we before we head out. Shameless um, plug. I was going to say I want to... Oh, shit the fuck up. <laughs> the Shay. Literally, Marta and I both just vomited. <laughs> Through them. You almost Dude, made you it this whole time. You have so much fun with Shay. I know. Where, where there's a Shay, there's a way. And then Shay, you should get out of me. <laughs> um, but I guess, well, really quick, we have gone in 60 seconds on Instagram. Yep. And Jim's pod on Twitter. Yes. And gone in 60 seconds at gmail.com. Tell us any... Nick stories you want to tell us? Tell us yeah. any story. Just tell us anything. Just Someone fucking, fucking email me. us. Does like, anybody know where he lives? Tell us his address. Find him. Find Bring him, him to us. me. You know, at the end of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> where he like Uncle Randy ties up his boss and brings him to the house. I would like someone to do that. Nick well, Cage. Okay, no, no, no. no. <laughs> like not bad Bring him to me. <laughs> you might have that one stalker listener. Who's I'm gonna kidding. Go and Please do don't that. touch him. Don't hurt him. Um, um, I wanna, I wanna also plug um a Netflix movie really quick. Yeah. The Tall Grass. Okay. Oh, wait. Before we wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before we, wait. Okay. <laughs> so also please like and subscribe. Um. Follow for follow. Also watch so, In the Tall Grass. Asia and I watched this new Stephen King film that just got released on Netflix called In the Tall Grass. And it is a psychological thriller, I would say. Yeah. It's pretty psychological. Yeah. Like, not not typically. It's like mystery. Well, Marta said she wasn't sure, but do kids die in it? I can't watch it with kids He die was like, it. do kids die in it? And I was like, I don't, I'm said, not oh, even no. sure. I don't, I don't think even, so. I don't think so. No, you don't see any child death. Okay, good. All right, then I'll watch it. Th- it's that much of, like, chaos and, like, it's like craziness a, that I can't even remember if a child died. It's like a psych- oh. psychological thriller, mystery sort of science fiction yeah nice. it's good it was and patrick uh patrick wilson i keep saying patrick it wilson. is patrick i is think it's patrick wilson oh i was saying patrick stewart yeah <laughs> i kept being like patrick the guy stewart. from insidious yeah 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 exactly patrick it. wilson's in it um it's really good like asia and i were like fucked up from that movie it was like Ooh, scary like I... I thought it was gonna be just kind of ridiculous but yeah. it was not i almost threw up yeah Ooh. asia was very like moved by that movie. i don't know like, why not in a good way. threw up yeah, like I literally was like, wow, is it I want to puke. inducing like, like no, it's it's the co- it's the concept. You? It's oh, the concept. Don't. It just really Ooh, str- watch it. It's good. We were very well, like this, maybe you should add this 
like at the end, each person talk about something they're watching. Well, we usually just do because we're sometimes, just, sometimes uh, yeah. We're just like, I just want to talk about. I this. I love Fleabag. I don't know if you guys I haven't watched, watched it. it yet. I'm rewatching season one because, man, it is. Is it hilariously? It's so unique. I've been it's so smart, and I think you you'd love it. It's great. I, I that's what everyone keeps telling me. Yeah. I um I've been I just finally started season three of Big Mouth, so I'm kind of doing that. Oh, and sweet. then the Netflix show Dark. It's this German show, so you have to watch it with subtitles. Holy shit. Oh, holy shit. Going. Okay. Going back to if you like the high anxiety <laughs> of, of all these movies, no, of The Rock. Yeah. There's a show on Netflix called Money Heist. I've heard that. And you watch it in sub. Don't watch it dubbed. Watch it with subtitles. It is. It, it's uh, literally it's uh, I think it, now they're going to be in season four and it's all about them uh, robbing a bank in Spain. And the yeah. whole first season is like. Four days. Oh it's my crazy. God. It's okay. so good. Everyone, everyone and told me about that too. The level, I mean, I mean the, the music, the way it's shot. Intense. The, it's so intense. Ooh, it's very similar yeah. to how you guys were feeling watching The Rock. Fuck yeah. I love, just love high shit. Yeah. Um, anyways, do you want to plug your Instagram? And then tell us, yeah, I wanted to talk about the fact that you're sure, in yeah. this movie. Uh, my Instagram is inshagram. And I thought that was unique until I saw Asia's Instagram. That was euthanasia. <laughs> Come on. And the way she spells Mine, it. It's mine's okay. Mine's not Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Oh, yeah. It's it is. Her, I mean, come on. You, oh, hers is great. Uh, I wish I came up with it. Girl, take credit for it. High school her. friend came up with it. Yeah, I didn't come up with mine. Oh. But I can't change it now. Oh. Yeah, hers is perfect. But so you have you have that. Yep. Do you have any like Twitter or anything? Um, Dude Shay Ali is my uh, Dude Twitter. Shay Ali. Well, I mean... <laughs> I had a Twitter, but then I changed it to become a troll and go up against like the, the alt right, the comments, nice. uh, you know. And I, I became like a trigger. It was so very triggering, were, so yeah. I, I deleted it, and now I started Twitter again because I, I didn't delete it. I was suspended. <laughs> 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 I was going tick for tack against like you know the alt right, you know, yeah, it didn't work out well. But <laughs> and I now you are in. The John Hamm and Natalie, Natalie Portman, Portman yes. film, Lucy in the Sky, which that trailer, I remember when you came into our office and you were like, oh my God, that was amazing. John Hamm kicked down my door because he, he came into the wrong trailer. <laughs> he thought it was, yeah, he thought his trailer was my trailer. He like kicked the door great. open. And so Shay, that's how Shay saw John Hamm. He was like, what the it. fuck? Like, and then he literally walked down like, hi, John Hamm. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I did this before. Uh <laughs> I He's like, someone needs like, to show me wait, the I was right like, My trailer's on the other side. I'm like, it's, it's okay, dude. It's all good. No, like, you can have mine. <laughs> it was great. It was a one-liner that got turned into, uh, like, I, they, I was supposed to work one day, but then it was so random. I don't know if you know who uh, Jeffrey Donovan is. He yeah. Was, he was in uh, Hitch, and he was in Burn Notice. Yeah. I play his right-hand guy, and on the day we were supposed to shoot, we're both in headsets, and he was not liking the headset, and he told the director, he's like, hey, if Shay's with me, while I'm on my all my scenes, why don't I just relay the information to him and and he sends it he relays it back to like the command center and because he said that and the director agreed, they wrote my <laughs> test engineer uh, role into like all these other scenes. Fuck so yeah. when we came back, I was in it for like two weeks and all my scenes are with Natalie Portman, him and Ugh, and the, the last people. Yeah, well, is, is it is it in theaters already? Yeah, it's about in theaters be... right now. Yep, it's like it theaters. is. I didn't even know that. It's not getting great reviews, but it you know. looks so fucking gorgeous. It's cool. Yeah, like the trailer looks because it's the I like that it's the storyline of the the crazy NASA ex girlfriend who drove cross country yes. to murder her boyfriend. Wow, yep. me. 
like wore diapers, didn't even stop. Like that was, I remember though. when that Here's happened. The, okay, see, it was like anytime 2007. I tell people about the movie and I, I get into the plot, they're like, oh my God, that lady who wore the diapers. They do not have the diapers in the movie. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what everyone says too because they didn't want it to be so. They said it's based on true events. Oh, and inspired they be, by true yeah. events. And they thought it, and because she, she, the actual person says that she didn't wear diapers, although they found diapers, whatever. Yeah. So they didn't want to mix that in. But, <laughs> but who knows? I mean, do I, you know I, about this? Or no, don't get it twisted. <laughs> I didn't wear diapers. It wasn't. It wasn't diapers. It was just like pampers, kind of. But I think the story is really cool. I, I'm excited. I mean, yeah, just to see them work was ridiculous. I'm excited to see you work. Thank you. Yeah. Because I just see you in commercials. So I do far. My, yeah. I do he my does thing. a real good job eating a Panera sandwich you in the know, Panera commercial. I do a great job being man one, <laughs> ethnic dad, <laughs> friend number three. Yep. Hell yeah. Well, shit. Thank you so much for doing Dude, this. this is awesome. It was lots of fun. We have Although so many Nick a week left. to do this. Oh, that. Oh, it did kind of. Yeah. No, but it's it was okay. Fun. It was weird. It was, it was a fun. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in like, you know, in a special episode where it's like the turning page. You just finished 25 percent of Nick Cage movies. Yeah. And now we're at what could be his biggest movie thus far yeah, in his career. Far, yeah. The summer blockbuster with Sean Connery and, you know. It next great. is uh, next week if you guys want to watch is Con Air. Ooh. Get fucking ready! I've never seen Ooh, Con Air. Actually, I haven't either. I'm so excited. That might have beat um, The Rock. It might have. I don't it's know. A very famous film. Well, th- it was Leaving Las Vegas, Con Air, or um, The Rock. We have Con Air coming up, and then the following week is Face Off, and then the week after that is City of Angels, Ooh, and yeah. the week after that is Snake Eyes. And then I forgot eight, about Snake and Eyes. then eight millimeter, and then we have like one other one, and then Gone in sixty seconds. So Ooh. we're we're in a real good time for Nick. Yeah. So get ready, guys. It's gonna be a roller coaster. <laughs> sure. That might be cool. Dot com. You never know. <laughs>